four, three, two, one. <laughs> ho, ho, ho. Merry Energizedmas. Merry Energizedmas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's new. <laughs> it was Merry Energizedmas last year, but it is this year. Happy Christmas to absolutely everyone listen. If you're new to the show, welcome. And if you're a returning energized listener, welcome back. Very energized. Very energized. So, Barry, are you feeling the Christmas spirit? I actually am, yeah, I actually am. I thought it wasn't going to be that Christmassy this year, but um, yeah, like, like even the way my house is all done up, your house is all done up. Yeah. Seeing all the lads. Yeah, yeah it gets written into the spirit. Lovely yeah. Christmas trees. Lovely Christmas trees, yeah. There's just something about Christmas that puts everyone in a better mood, isn't it? Yeah. That's what I love. And it's also like, I don't know why, but like, you make sure you see the people you haven't seen all year. Yeah. That's like a thing, isn't it? Yeah, and then, you, and then you lie to yourselves and you go, we'll have to see each other more often. Yeah, yeah, and then yeah. once Christmas is over, <laughs> you never see them till next year. Yeah. Merry well, Christmas. Do you know be the great thing about Christmas if it was like, if it was like this like all year round? You know what I mean? Well, everyone was that happy all the time? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. It would be actually pretty good, wouldn't it? Yeah, it would be, wouldn't it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but like, well, I suppose not everyone's happy though, if you know what I mean. Like some people... Don't be miserable. Like some people like, <laughs> don't actually have family and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. Not, like, not being Grinches. Like. Yeah, 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 yeah. They're not being Grinches. They just don't have like a family to spend Christmas Day with. But like it's always nice. Like you sort of. There are a lot of makeshift families out there yeah, as well yeah. that like y- you go to on Christmas Day. Yeah. Even the way you said last time, if like people like don't really have like that like base of a family or friend. Yeah. Well, like most people have friends like, mm. in fairness now. But I mean, like you can create your own sort of Christmas around your friendships and yeah, like, exactly. how you get along together and stuff, you know? Yeah, I'd like to hope no one I, know, I personally know spend Christmas at home by themselves. Yeah, yeah. It's like, let me know and I wouldn't avoid you to my yeah. house. Yeah, maybe. no, maybe you said that to one of the girls and then she yeah. wrote to us saying that she had no one for Christmas and then one of her best mates got onto her and then yeah. she let us know that she's not going to be alone. Yeah, that was always nice. It's pretty cool, yeah? Yeah, but look, don't Very, spend Christmas alone. Yeah, don't spend the Plenty alone. of turkey in my gaff. Yeah, for Pete. Yeah, for Pete. Yeah, you yeah. you might have to sit at the table with Pete, but like, yeah, hold up. Um, yeah, so, did you buy any presents this year? Did I buy any presents? I got, I got a couple of things, but like nothing really major. Oh, like, you, like, you know what happened last night, right? What? We did Chris Kindle and my family, and I had Jake. Okay. Right? And he was going out last night, and he was like, fuck's sake. He was, like, <laughs> he was going out in his jeans, he was like, my shoes are broken. And he was like... <laughs> All I have my runners, and my runners look stupid with my jeans. And I was sitting there going, I have a pair of boots for him. I have a pair of Chelsea boots sitting under the tree for him. Yeah. Yeah. So I went into Judy and went, Jay's having a heart attack inside. Can I go give him these these boots? Like I have other presents for him as well, yeah. for Chris Kindle. So uh, that's, what, that's what I got him. So uh, I might as well just say what I got Jay, because I had Jay for Chris Kindle, because like, this won't be released till tomorrow, which yeah. will be Christmas Day. Yeah. And like, he'll have... He, he's not going to get up at nine in the morning and listen to the podcast. You know what I mean? I'll yeah. give him his presents before I'll put, that. I'll put his shoes on. Yeah, put, put his shoes on. So I gave him the new boots. And then, like, it was it was almost a bit weird because my parents kept on telling me today how much Jake loved his new boots. It was almost as if, like, he hated them. They said it's only, they said it was going to be four separate occasions between the two of them. Like, my dad dropped Jake in town. He's gone night out with his mates. And my dad was like, Jake got out of the car and, like, looked at his boots. And it was like, he was real happy. And I was like, it's not really a normal thing to do, but like, all right, whatever. Well, walked around just looking at his shoes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was like, I was like, that makes me feel like they didn't fit him or something like that. Yeah. He was looking at them and it was like, they were weird. He said, that he, I think they have a heel on them and Jake's already six foot four. So yeah, therefore, yeah. like, he was probably a bit like, this is weird. Yeah. None of the rest of his shoes would have a heel on them. Extra height. Yeah, so uh, he was really happy with that. So I gave him one Christmas present early because 
I wasn't going to let him like not have a better night out. Um, yeah, no. yeah. yeah, so I also got him two like long sleeve t or not long sleeve that uh, like long t shirts, long line t shirts because Jake's six foot four and like when he's wearing a regular t shirt, puts his hands up in the air, like it becomes a belly top. Yeah, yeah. And then I got him um, a snapback hat and then I also got him a pair of tracksuit bottoms because also he finds them hard to buy as well because hmm. he's massive. That was my Chris Kindle this year. Yeah, that, that's pretty good. That's yeah, pretty no, good. I was like, I was like, yeah. it was minimum 100 euros spending like. I had a bit of money, so I went a bit overboard. But then again, like, I like to think I'm good at buying presents. Yeah. No, like, I mean, I think everyone knows who mm. even listens to the show, and especially I do. Like, I mean, you're very kind, and, like, like you go above and beyond more often than not. Almost, like, every time, actually. Yeah. With everything. Yeah. I yeah. could tell you what I got Christine, but I've already given to her. And, like, it's just a lot of girls' stuff, and it's not really actually that relevant. Yeah. So, but, like, she was happy anyway. Yeah. She got me a trip to Old Trafford, and she got, like, this portrait done on Pete. With like the Android logo in the middle, it's actually really cool. Was uh, that it? Yeah, yeah. I have to, I have to, I have to, I have to show you a picture. Yeah. But. No, because the, the funny thing is, like, like uh, you were, you looked at my phone, and then at the DMs on Instagram, there was one there for Christine, the first one. And yeah. You're obviously like, what the fuck's that? But like, she was on to me beforehand. Yeah, yeah. Being like, would you send me the logo so I can put it on something? But I never know. I never knew what she got. Yeah. So basically, it's this frame and. Picture Pete up here, picture Pete down here, picture Pete here, picture Pete wearing the Energize t-shirt in the bottom right-hand corner, and then the Energize logo in the middle. Yeah? It's actually, yeah, it's actually really cool. It was actually a really good job. What is it, just like a picture frame? Yeah, it's a picture frame with four photos, and the Energize crest in the middle. Yeah. Uh, I, I didn't want to put it up just yet, because it was a bit like, she was sitting in the house, and I just thought it was a bit like, yeah, I guess look what I got, and yeah, yeah, yeah. with the person standing beside yeah. it, it was a bit weird, but uh, no, really, really happy with it. Yeah. Uh, it's actually really cool. And then going over to see you know, versus Swansea, which will be unreal. Yeah. Which yeah. means I'll be seeing them twice in the year because we're going to the Huddersfield game with the lads. Yeah, what day is that? Sometime in February. Yeah. yeah. No, like, like it's... To see, the cool thing is, right, like, my family aren't actually that close at all, obviously because, like, my parents getting divorced and all this stuff. And then sometimes I even think, why do I even talk about this? But, like, I feel like saying it puts it out there. People are obviously at home. Like, some people are probably, uh, like, have the exact same scenarios as well. Mm-hmm. And I feel like... Saying it, like, it just means it's so much more relatable. But, like, when it comes around to Christmas time, like, I, like, I don't, like, go that, like, with presents. Like, I don't, like, my dad gave me a card there for Christmas and I opened it. And he was like, did you see that? Did you open it? And, like, there was money in it. I was like, I was like, thanks for the card. But, I mean, like, you didn't actually have to give me anything. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I, like obviously, you look, like, presents are great and amazing yeah. and stuff. But, like, even when it's my birthday, I don't even like getting presents. Because they're like, open it in front of me and you're like... Yeah. Oh shit! This could be like something terrible. Like yeah, like, yeah. oh yeah, but like yeah, but it's it's more like it's it's sort of like not guilt in a way, but like I mean, I just rather not get get them in. Uh, at times, I'm a bit like, if you get me one, then I don't have to get you anything. Yeah, That's yeah, much yeah. easier. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, and especially when like you're what we're twenty seven now, it's a bit like. I don't actually need anything. Yeah. You know, like I was actually saying that to Christine. I was yeah, like, exactly. I'm, yeah. I'm actually really hard to buy for because yeah. like anything I want, I just go get myself, and then like I'm also. Not overly impressed by most things, you know what I mean? But I was actually very impressed with the picture because, like, she actually went and got the pictures yeah. and got it made. So, the therefore, top. like, yeah, like, that's far more impressive to me than if she, like, got me, like, a nice shirt because, like, if I'd seen that shirt, I would have probably bought it myself, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So, like, I think that's just the way it is. But, yeah, Christmas great. And I always prefer giving a present as well than, like, getting one. I, I'm always, like, I, I think it's, I get much more endorphins when I give something to someone else and then they're happy than, like, them giving me something yeah, and me yeah. being happy. No, I get, yeah, I get that, yeah. I do get that. It's just the way it is, isn't it? Yeah, but that's cool as well, though. You know what I mean? Like, oh, yeah. like, oh, like, I just know that, like, I'm sort of like, right, as long as my parents, like, just still in some sort of way like me until, like, yeah. we get we get a bit bigger and then we start, like, 
being able to afford proper stuff. Like, I mean, I want to be like one day be like, here, look, the mortgage is paid for it, all that sort of shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? Not like some like 50 or like, I remember I got my mom like this voucher for Christmas for the edge. Like it was like 80 euro. And I was like, there you go. Still hasn't used it. And that was like two years ago. You know what I mean? Like, it's just like, I don't like getting presents and then they don't even use them. Like, and my dad is just like, like, you don't even know what to get him. Like, my sister got him a book. I got him like a book there before and it's just really like, is he even going to read it? Yeah, yeah. Or even DVDs. Like, I mean, like, who even watches DVDs anymore, really? Like, you know? Yeah, I'm just, I was so grateful I didn't get my dad. Love my dad. Things are great and all that, but like, I never have a clue what to buy him. Yeah. And if my mom, and then, you know, we just buy something that she'd want but wouldn't buy herself, if that makes sense. Yeah. That sort of thing. Yeah. But like, it is what it is, really. Yeah. They're like, you sort of have to know someone quite well to get them like something decent. You know what I mean? That's the thing. And like, like yeah, and then you never, especially when like you're buying something or something, you, you never really know what's too much and what's not enough as well. Yeah. So like, like realistically, bad. right? This is gonna sound weird, but like the thing I'd actually love for Christmas if like my family like just like began again. You know what yeah. I mean? And then like everything, like even like we're here in my house now, and like we have the Christmas tree and all up, and I didn't even think we were gonna have that this year, and like. It's just like going out there the other night, hanging out with our mates and like people being all so happy and then like you, you come home and you're just sort of like, this is not what life should be. Like you really, mm. you know what I mean? But like nothing lasts forever, but I mean like, that's what I, like, that's what I really wanted. Yeah, yeah, or, yeah. You know I mean? Yeah, but like, I don't know. See what happens. So, yeah, we're at the dogs the other night. Yeah. Won no money. Yeah, won no money. I won no money anyway. Yeah, yeah, no. Did yeah. anyone win money? I think. Baby Costello. I actually, I actually put like five or each way in a horse. Or, sorry, dog. I don't know why I keep calling him horse. On dog. And the thing, dog finished second. I was like, yeah. I was like, and then went back up. So I spent tenner on the bet. And you know, one hand back eight euro. And I was just like, what? So I was like, I lost money. I was like, yeah, uh, yeah, I lost two euro. <laughs> I was just like, oh, you, to be honest, when I was at the dogs, I used to work in bookies and everything. I just didn't really understand what was going on. Like the odds were all changed. And I was like, when I put the bet on, do I get the odds the, the dog right. finishes that or do I get the odds when I put the bet on? You yeah. know what I mean? I just didn't really understand that. And then like, also, when you're at the dogs, like the race finishes so fast. Yeah, like, I feel yeah. like they should do two laps yeah. just for like, yeah. my entertainment. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? I was yeah. just like, oh, here, look. Yeah. It finished so fast and then like, by the time the next race is, there's not really much of an announcement to be like, yeah. the dogs are on the way down. So, you know what I mean? And, uh, Arsenal were playing Liverpool and that was an absolute classic. That's and I was, I was, I was, I was like, yeah. I'm way more interested yeah, in Arsenal versus Liverpool. That, that was the exact same. Like, the balls were running, and I was like, I don't care. Like, yeah. I mean, that Arsenal-Liverpool game from, like, 2-0 to 2-all to 3-2 to 3-all. And, like, I, I was actually quite smart about it. So, what I decided what I'd do is, I like, there was, like, 12 races or something like that. And I decided I was just going to put... I just picked out what dogs I liked. And I was, there were some races I was like, I don't like the name of any of the dogs. Because yeah, yeah. that's how I picked the dogs. Yeah, I yeah, picked yeah. the names of the dogs. Yeah. And I was like, don't like any of them. So... I just did all my bets basically at the one time at the oh, start yeah. of the night. Yeah. And then like, I think probably did one more tenor bet during the night. And then I think I might have won a tenor back. That was it. And then I was like, grand. It was good to do it. Yeah, it was good to do it like an event though. Oh, no, it was good, it was good to do something with the lads yeah. and that was quite enjoyable. And the amount of food we got there was incredible. Yeah. I was like, what? Yeah, too much food. Yeah, well, I couldn't believe it when they showed up with three platters of food and three baskets of chips. I was like, Lads, we got someone else's food as well as ours. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was yeah. it was incredibly large amount. But uh, fair play to Mark Hanron for arranging that. Yeah. Because, like, with our group mates, it's not easy to get everyone to show up no. and give you money for the one no. event. And, like, even me personally, like, as in, like, I paid him on the night as opposed to, like, everyone's supposed to pay him before. But I wasn't, like, trying to be doing a bad way. I'm just more so, like, 
I live in Clontarf, he lives in Hoth. I'm not like, I don't want to like, drive up to Hoth. Yeah, you never see, money. Yeah, you yeah. Never really see each other. Yeah, I don't really see, like, unless we're going out and I hadn't seen him, so I just didn't give him the money. But, like, I like to say I'm good for it. And, yeah. like, if I didn't show up, I still would have given him the money anyway, because my ticket was there. Pay for, pay yeah. For, yeah. So, like, I said I was going to be there. And then, uh, Duffo, who's like my oldest mate, known since I was like one and a half, like, his man probably fucking changed my nappy at one stage. Um, Can't believe that's 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 best made material. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so like the absolute legend. And uh, he was he he had texted me during the week and he was like, "Do you want to go for a point and watch the Arsenal versus Liverpool game?" And I turned to him and goes, "I go, I'm actually going to the dogs with the lads." And he goes, "Would be okay if I came?" And I was like, "Obviously, like that's completely fine." And then I was like, uh, "I rang uh, Mark and I was like, here look." Carl wants to come and like they went to school together, yeah, which yeah. actually was made a lot handier because yeah. like it's not it's a bit it's not a bit like who who's he bringing you know yeah, what I mean yeah, yeah, so yeah. I was like Grant and he was like Grant I'll, I'll just put his name down and got an extra ticket and he came and I was actually Grant because he like he integrated so well because it's always like when you're merging friends at times it can be a bit weird yeah. at times especially considering like everyone knows everyone but like because he knew McGinn and because he knew Mark and like met you met Rogue a few times it was just a bit more easier wasn't it yeah. I always thought, I always sort of overthink that. I remember like a few years ago, even when I was driving around, have like if I had one person in the car, I'm sort of like, right, I can't call to someone else's house because they don't really know each other, yeah, or that sort of stuff. You know what I mean? The, yeah, for me, I'm just, a bit, I'm always a bit like, I'll meet anyone, so like I don't really care. But yeah, uh, yeah. I, I, I know what you mean. It's a bit like, especially like, not so much it was me, you, and and Duff out there, but like it was like me, you, and someone I went to college with for a year. It'd be a bit like. If I was like talking to one of you, it would be such separate conversations. Yeah, yeah. It's really like, yeah. do you remember him in college? It's like, yeah. and you'd be sitting there going, <laughs> so, and then it'd be like, do you remember Row in school? And your mom be sitting there going, and it's, it's yeah. just gets like that. But like, you two yeah. just sort of know like every aspect of my life. I'm not saying the whole conversation revolved around me because like you two went off for an hour by yourselves and they're shooting the breeze. Yeah, yeah. and uh, no, he's a, he's, a great, he's a great guy. Great yeah, he guy. has yeah. lovely hair. Yeah, lovely hair. Yeah, like yeah. Brian Ortega. Yeah, it actually is. He's got like yeah. this flowing rock star hair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, yeah it's, it's it's weird because like you wouldn't have thought he'd be like that. I don't. Know, I hadn't yeah. seen him in a couple of years. So and then all of a sudden, he's yeah, and he sort of has. Like, he had it up in the bone, and then like we got the flannerys and he like, let it off flow out, and I was like, fucking rock star. Yeah, yeah like yeah, slapped yeah, any yeah, 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 yeah. He's just yeah. he's just a legend. Yeah, Garbell, yeah. But but uh, yeah, the dogs. Look, I actually wouldn't be in a rush to go back with the dogs, but like I go back to the dogs if it meant I could have as good as night as I had that the other night. Yeah. It was actually a great night, wasn't it? Yeah. It was funny how one of the guys Apollo was called Peter. Yeah. Like, he actually worked there every Friday and Saturday since June, he said. Yeah. And his wife works there as well, he said. Oh, yeah? Yeah. And then the one time we were there, he's like, he's like, lads, you fucking joke me. That's funny, isn't it? It is what it is. It like. is, isn't it? It's funny, yeah. That's, that's just what happens, isn't it? Yeah. Also, me and Barry both got new phones this week. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, so, no, but, yeah, okay, all right, yeah, let's use yeah, that. Yeah, let's yeah, use yeah. That, yeah. Okay, what happened was... We were out last week, and then on the way home, I was, I was walking home from one of the lads' house after, because I could have got a taxi with Ross and uh, Mark, but I was like... I, I was in work in eight hours' time while we were still in the pub, and I was like, yeah. oh, I have to go, yeah. and you, you weren't in work the next day, yeah. so therefore you were like, you could say out. Yeah, so like when I was like, the, the lads were going to get a taxi, and I was like, here, do you know what? Like, oh, you actually don't mind walking home with headphones in being like like a lot of time I listen back to the podcast yeah. see like how we can improve and was it as good as last week but like really see it can't always be amazing even though it is not really long. but I mean like I'm like right how, how can we get a bit better or do we do this or do we do that just research and then uh, 
obviously like I was so drunk I walked home like my phone obviously died and I took obviously threw my phone away or something I lost my phone yeah. woke next morning feared out of, like feared out of my mind not having the phone especially because like it's important for us to be constantly on top of things every day every day every day every day and then uh, Ross got his phone like a week his brand new phone a week beforehand and he still hadn't got it and I was like I was like man have you opened up your new phone yet and you're like no and I was like well it's probably about time and you're like well, you're like, you're stop trying to suit to suit you, and I was like, man, I've got a phone, like, <laughs> yeah, fair. So I, I, I was, I was, I was like, it was, a, it was a tail of two halves. Like, I was, I was like, freaked out, like this, this ease of my best mate of mine lost phone. I was just like, oh my god, it was like, he was like, just give me your phone. I was like, very open, yeah, yeah. And I was like, oh here, look, and setting up a new phone. And I don't know what it is, but like, it's never just straightforward, sure it's not. No, no. I was like setting up a new email address and yeah. all this for the phone, and then like. Since then, I've actually had to go back, delete all that email address, and set up a new email address because yeah. my phone was like not accepting it. But the email address was set. I was like, "Oh, here, look." So I have a new Gmail account again. Yeah. Set up the phone. I was like, "Oh, here, look, whatever." But new iPhone eight <laughs> camera does a weird flash thing on it that I think makes the photos look better, which is great because we could always be made helpful by making the photos look better. That's the thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So hopefully, we'll have even better Instagram photos yeah. going forward. Yeah. Um, oh, we also met Ryan. Yeah. Oh, I actually forgot about that. But didn't forget about it because it was out now. Met Ryan? Yeah, do video. Oh, sorry, I didn't know what you were talking about there. I yeah. thought you were meant on the night out, but I was yeah. so drunk. I was like, yeah. Obviously, we met Ryan. Ryan! Yeah. Um, yeah, 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 explain that. So, Barry had met Ryan a few times over the case of the last like, month, I'm going to yeah. say. Yeah. And uh, Ryan follows us on the Instagram. We follow Ryan on the Instagram. And he basically does like videography, is that what you call it? Yeah. Um, like sort of filmmaking or whatever. And mm-hmm. we thought it would be cool if he could make an end of year video for us. So yeah. basically we just met up with him and um, we came up with the idea. And I think the idea is very cool. Um, I sure think it you, is, yeah. Yeah, I'm sure you guys will really uh, enjoy it. And um, we basically just sent him a lot of content, a lot of videos, a lot of photos of ourselves and stuff like that. And he's going to put it together. Hopefully it'll be a minute long so we can put it up on Instagram. And yeah, I think it's going to look very cool. Yeah. When it comes out... If you like it, make sure to tag a friend or something because, like, I think that this is just, like, literally you're just going to, like, skyrocket us into yeah. 2018. And obviously we're going to mention Ryan in the Instagram handle. <coughs> yeah. We won't be able to tag him in the video because yeah. he's going to tag the video. Uh, make sure to give Ryan a follow because his work is actually really, really yeah. cool. He has some cool videos on, like, Lisbon and he did a video for a barbershop. And it's just, like, his edits are really, really cool. Yeah, yeah. We, we actually had a look around to see anyone around the area who actually made the stuff and was sort of... Mm. Into what we were sort of into, yeah. and then um, yeah, because in fairness, we could have went to someone who was like really well established and has this massive following and all that, yeah. and then like pay them to do it, or you could go and get some local to do it, and or sort of pay it forward and be like, here, look, look how talented this person is, and then we can let everyone who follows our page let them know how talented Ryan is, and they can see. We did, we did it. We've been doing that since the beginning. Remember yeah. with the 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 original Energize logo, yeah. the way we met Ross Ryder to get him to do that, like that was yeah, exactly. Because we went down the route of like getting someone who's like very well established to it, and like he, he just wasn't that overly that interested. Yeah. And like I just thought he was actually a bit rude, to be honest. Um, probably was, yeah, yeah. And then that was that, so we got Ross Ryder to do it. And like, look, in my opinion, for us, the Energize logo is iconic. I think it is, yeah, yeah, it like, fits perfectly into the Instagram handle thing as well, yeah, and, and so like. Rememberable uh, or rememberable, memorable. memorable when like people like see the two of us together, like, oh, I think I've seen that before, you know what I mean? Yeah, as opposed to like if it was just some thrown together thing, it might be less memorable. Yeah. I think the way it's like blue and like the energized thing has a lightning bolt, and then like 
remote caricatures. It's just that much more sort of professional. Yeah. Oh, I think it's class anyway. Yeah. Yeah. I'm really like I'm really like proud to show someone yeah. the logo, you know what I mean? Yeah. I'm like the logo's great, isn't it? Yeah. I remember, I remember we said like ages ago when we were on about 3,000 followers or something like that. I was like, right, when we get to 5,000, give away t-shirts. And when we get to 10,000, I'm going to get an Enjoy's tattoo. And it's actually slowly getting closer to 10. I'm like, oh, fuck, I'm actually like, actually going to have to do it. Yeah, we we'll get matched. Oh, yeah, but it doesn't mean, no, it doesn't mean bother me, but I'm sort of like, God, you sort of, that's why you like, you put these goals Oh, you know in. what? On my, on my left arse cheek, I'll get Stay Energized. And on your right arse cheek, you can get As Always. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Yeah, okay, we'll we'll see what happens. Like Yeah, very energized. Um but yeah, look Yeah, it's good to, you know, get that sort of done as well. So it's we're all about producing good content and linking up with Ryan will help our content improve as well. So it'll give us good content to put out there. Yeah. And who who knows what way the video's gonna end up, um like who knows, there might be like one or two different versions of it as well. Who knows? No, the way the way Ryan edits Ryan O'Hare check him out yeah and um, the way he edits is like it was it was it was so fresh yeah and like myself and ross we look at other people's youtube videos and other people's pages because you can see who's trying to build an audience mm. or not and like um when i when i saw the way he edited that lisbon video i was like this is the guy yeah and who knows if we actually send him we have, we, have, we, have, we actually have to like send him another email with the like the run order but like if it's actually too much content that we've given him to put down in a minute you could always do like an ma and boxing one and one and then do like a football one another one and then we separate it into two yeah. you know what I mean but I, I don't know we'll have to talk with him probably on like yeah. Stephen's day and 27 yeah. to be well, like yeah, what's but, going on yeah but when we met it was sort of like oh no it, it was like a good bond that was yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah it wasn't like awkward in any sort of no, way no. even though even though he wanted what he got a green tea and then it was, like, it was too hot like <laughs> <laughs> oh right <laughs> the poor fella but yeah yeah no uh, he's he's decent skin so Hopefully this is gonna work out very well. Yeah. Um. Any, anything else from the week? Any other takeaways? I oh, know. I was just sort of looking at stuff. Um, like Christmas time. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I can't believe it's like Christmas time again. Like, I, I the last year, this year has gone so fast, and like, I, I, I didn't know what way things were gonna go, but um, the way even looking at looking at all the other sort of people on social media and stuff, how they're getting on, how their last year has got like really skyrocketed. Like, for instance, yeah. Al Forn. Who has now sort of gone? He's selling out Storine as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, do, he's doing really, really well, and like he's just smashing it. And yeah, like he's like on all the national radio stations. Yeah. He's on TV. He's like even over in England. Yeah, yeah. He's like doing a lot of stuff. Man United. Like yeah. I saw, I saw pic- AM. Yeah, I saw a picture of uh, him with uh, Ronnie Johnson, um, Jesper Brunquest. Himself and there was like another United legend who I can't remember. Oh, Dennis Irwin. Yeah. It was the dentistry and Al Four, and I was like, as a Man United fan, you're like, this is so cool. But yeah. like, if you were like an Arsenal fan and you saw Ronnie Johnson, yes, for Blomquist, it'd be like seeing like Pascal Sigan yeah. and the yeah, yeah, yeah. really like, <laughs> Did you used to play for Arsenal? You know what I mean? Yeah. But uh, no, it, look, it looks really cool. And he said he might be meeting Ryan Giggs uh, soon as well, which like, that'd be, that'd dead, be yeah. unreal. Yeah. So he, he's absolutely smashed it. So fair play to that. Oh. Yeah, yeah, but like just even looking at that, and then like even the girl that we saw, Obama, what's it, what's her name, gives, gives a laugh. Yeah, like this is she's a she's basically like a sketch comedy person here from Ireland, and she's now selling out Vicker Street, 
and then there's even a guy who follows us well called like his name's like Sir Timothy. He's yeah. Sort of, like that sort of stuff as well. And he's yeah. selling out places in England and stuff. And I just said at the Ross there, I go, by the end of this year, I want to make sure that we can sort of like have a like a show that we could do on stage and then yeah. start doing locations and arenas. Yeah. yeah. No, definitely. You know I mean? Basically, the, yeah, the I same way. Very feasible. Yeah. The way like the fighter and the kid do it, we'll, yeah. we'll obviously have to come up with something. But I mean, look what we've come up with already. So I don't yeah. see that actually being the biggest problem. Yeah, no. 100% I'd like to do some sort of public speaking yeah. thing anyway thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah 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 like that was always a goal of ours as yeah. well like we were always like we actually said we want to go to schools and then show how like if you like put out positive energy in it, yeah. like I know that's real like whatever you want to call it but I mean just like encouraging people and like yeah you can do something stuff. outside the box it doesn't have to be like sitting at a desk punching numbers and keyboard yeah. for your entire life yeah even look um, at someone like Rob Lipset the way he's out now coming out with his own creator energy yeah. cr- creative what's it the creative Agency, agency. That's yeah. it. Yeah, like fair play to him as well. Like yeah. that's obviously like a really hard thing to do. But I mean, it's shown that like more and more talent mm. from Ireland is coming up, especially on the like social media side of things. Whereas uh, I don't know. I just feel like we're next. Yeah, yeah. I think we're doing we're doing a good job anyway. Yeah. yeah. Like I mean, we just even putting that picture out today, being like here, happy Christmas Eve, everyone, and everyone wishing us happy Christmas, and it's just like. Ta- like thank you. Yeah, yeah. You know it's what I mean? Great, like, isn't it? Like thank you so much, and like myself and Ross like. Although you do feel like a bit of a fucking Egypt when, uh, like, you know, 20 people wish you happy Christmas and then you say, yeah, you too. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, it's yeah. a bit like... Yeah. Yeah. You feel like you're almost, like, cheaping out by writing the same message back to everyone. But like, yeah, yeah. what else can you say? You know what I mean? Yeah. There is, well, there is. There's, there's not much. Like, yeah. uh, like us saying thank you back is actually just continuously putting out the content. Yeah. You know what I mean? But, um, no, we appreciate all the support we've got. And the Enjoys t-shirts seem to be arriving to people. So far, we've had... Um, Jeremy. Jeremy and then Joanna we had Joanna they've gotten their t-shirts so hopefully Erica Jer Kevin and Jennifer all get their t-shirts yeah very good at remembering the names yeah man yeah, yeah. I actually noticed that I was like yeah, yeah because like, you look after certain stuff and I look after yeah. other stuff so I was like yeah Barry we actually had this conversation today because um, we got a um, a scarf we did a trade a scarf for an Android flag over New York and Barry's yeah. like how do you remember your man's handle and I was like but well, he gave me something, so I'm like, I remember that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and yeah. I was like, that's the way it is. Yeah. I actually don't know what his name <laughs> is, but I'll tell you what his handle is. Yeah. So, like, that's yeah, the way it is. Yeah, I, I can't remember his name, but I'll tell you what his handle is. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, look, um, obviously, yet again, want to wish everyone a very, very merry Energizmas. Yeah. And a happy new year as well, because the next podcast will actually be about like our goals for 2018 and what we've achieved in 2017 but um is yeah. it time to move on well no but before, you, yeah. oh, sorry well, before we finish yeah like uh we actually one of our good friends who lives in dubai she's an air hostess her name is amanda cullen she came back and she was just sort of asking us are we going to go traveling are we like because like realistically she's been to nearly like every country and like yeah except for wales except for wales yeah yeah because yeah because i was like listing countries out and she was like yeah yeah and i was like what about wales i was like let me well I don't want to say shit country because like, I'm sure Wales isn't shit but like a non-exotic country yeah. Yeah, I was like I was like where's not fancy to go to yeah, a place like, with no, no decent weather yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. I was like bar Ireland yeah have you been to the valleys it's like no <laughs> ah knew it yeah <laughs> yeah but she was asking us stuff like, like what are we going to do next and stuff and it's sort of like I don't know I think we're realistically going to have to like sit down and actually look at what we really want to do like we want to keep going to events or, because like now it's getting yeah but we're going to have to basically look at the calendar year for yeah. 2018 what's going on Um. Like things like we're going to Manchester in February anyway with the lads. Um, January I'm going to Liverpool and March I'm going to Manchester, but like they're only like weekends away. Um, 
like realistically wouldn't mind going over to see uh, UFC London in March. Yeah. Um, that's on as well. Um, just like we have to like tick off our boxes where we're gonna go, and then like to be honest, I don't want to do like another holiday like to Spain. Like I'd rather do like an interrail yeah. type thing. You know, yeah. I mean? I'd rather go see Europe again, or yeah. like even went to Thailand for three weeks. Something I'd rather do something like that. Something a bit more like I want to basically have the same where I'm going this year as opposed to like. This year, like the lads, other lads were organizing the trip, and I was just like, I'll go. Like, yeah, you know what I mean? it was yeah, like, yeah, yeah. it was like sort of a cop out, but like an easy way out. Not saying I didn't have a good time, like, it was, there was a good laugh with the lads and all that, but it was more so like, I want to have like an experience as opposed to sitting on the beach. Yeah, even yeah. though we sit on the beach, but sit by beside a pool, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, oh, no, you see, the thing is, when we go away, I'm not able to relax. Like, I'm yeah. sitting by, like, the second I lie down on that, like, What's the thing? The, the sun lounger? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, the second I lower down, I'm like, right back up. What are we doing now? Yeah, you know yeah, I, mean? yeah, I can't yeah. relax. Yeah, I'm just like... Relax. I want to do, I just want, I want to do an activity or something. Yeah, yeah. I'm I want like, to do I'm something like, that like, I've never done before. Yeah, I'm like, so relax like, where? Like, I yeah, mean, but even like going on a banana boat or something, at least that's a bit like... Yeah, well, like... Yeah, like I'm entertained by it yeah, or like yeah. trying to hang on to something. You know yeah. I mean? It's a bit like a bit of a thrill. Yeah. As opposed to like... It's like, relax. I couldn't be arsed relaxing. Yeah, you know what I mean? What, get a tan? It's like... Yeah. Go do a sun matter. It's like me with a tan. I'm not gonna look much better with yeah. a tan. And yeah, also, like, I go red. So it's like, yeah, it's, it's like eight days later, I'm gonna be like two shades darker than I am now. You yeah. know what I mean? After like lying out every day, getting absolutely burnt out with bollocks. <laughs> no, I mean, especially when like when you go on holidays with Seifert, he like tans so well that yeah. like if you lay out as long as he does, like you're gonna get absolutely burnt. Yeah. He's gonna be mahogany. Yeah, I'm Bruno. Yeah, yeah. And then me and, and yeah, me and, me and you, you absolutely lobster boys. <laughs> yeah. like, two crabs walking around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, so very energized. Put all the sun cream on as well. Still absolutely burnt yeah. out. Yeah, yeah it's, but like, it's oh, not fair. Yeah. Man. It's not fair. Um, so we didn't actually give the rundown of the show. Yeah, but this week's episode is the Energized Awards for 2017. Yeah. Are you very, excited for them? Very energised, yeah. Yeah. Very energised. So, anyone who gets an award is going to be sent out a prestigious, energised plaque. DM. DM. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Mari, take it away. Yeah. So, as you know, myself and Ross, each episode we talk about how amazing we are for half an hour. Not really, though. Yeah. But we actually do. And then uh, we move on to, the, we're going to move on to the world of fighting now. And then we also have the world of football. And then we're gonna finish it off. But uh, thanks a million for staying tuned. If you're not mm. really into the into the MMA stuff for football, I, I wish you a very happy Christmas. And uh, we'll be back. We're putting another video out again on New Year's Day. Yeah. Just basically like breaking down everything what we do about Energized, how how we've grown this audience, what where we're planning to really take it. And uh, I hope you stay along for the ride. Yeah. Very you. But uh, we're gonna st- we may as well start the UFC. Yeah. Yeah, because actually, that, that that was a good point just that you said there, just to like reiterate that. Because a lot of people recently said to me, like, oh, I actually listen to your podcast, but I'm not really in sports. But I, always, I always say to them, you can always just listen to the first half an hour yeah. and turn it off. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, first half an hour, you find out what we did during the week, and then you just turn it off if you don't listen to sport. Because yeah. a few girls in work were like, I don't like sports, but like, I'm actually totally interested to hear what, you're, what you say. Yeah, well, like, so, like, was, feel free to do that. Like, yeah. we won't be offended. Yeah. Well, it was because we were told that, like, I was like, oh, you actually enjoyed when you start talking about yourselves. Yeah. And the funny thing is, once we started doing that, we started talking about dating, which was so weird. Yeah. But like, see, look, that's what happens. Very, but, uh, very us. Very us. Very us. People eavesdropping on the podcast, being like, yeah. trying to get that dating tips. Yeah, yeah, the dating tips. The dating tips. The date master, aka Ross Cowell. But uh, we're going to move on to the world of MMA, and it's going to be the MMA Awards. So we came up with the fight of the year, the submission of the year, 
the fight of the year, the KO of the year. And we're a breakout star as well. And then we'll give some slight predictions for 2018. Yeah. So, what do you want to start off with? Maybe we'll start off with uh, fighter of the year. Okay. So, um, what's it called? Send it to your phone. Wow. The, 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 the nominees for fighter of the year. Because we had some good ones this year. Obviously, won the main man, Francis Ngannou. Absolute superstar this year. He just knocked out everyone in his path, really. Uh, then there's Demetrius Moynihan Johnson. He set the record most UFC title defense of yeah. all time. Yeah, and he got a headbutt off you. And he got a headbutt off me. Uh, Robert Whitaker, who was incredible, beat Jack Ray Souza, then won the belt against Joe Romero. You had Rose Nam Yunus, who uh, stopped Michelle Waterson and Joanna Jacek. And then Volkan Ozdemir, who no one knew who he was at the start of the year, yeah. went 3 0, wins over OSP. Misha Serkinov and Jimmy Manoa. Barry, who's your fighter of the year? Can you name all five again? No. No, okay. <laughs> um, okay. Only because you headbutted him, I think it has to be to me, just Mighty Mouse Johnson, because he set the record for the most defense, uh, most title defenses ever. And like, I highly doubt that anyone else would ever take that off him. And uh, probably the best MMA fighter in the world. Maybe ever. For me... I 100% agree with you. I think it's a great selection. But that's not who I'm going to give Fighter of the Year to. I think it's a great selection because you named them all. Yeah, obviously. (laughs) (laughs) For me, Fighter of the Year this year, Thug Rose, Nami Yunus. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Legend. Beat Michelle Watterson. uh, Absolute phenomenal uh, dominant performance against her. And then going in there and dominating against one of the best strikers in the UFC, Yoanni and Tech on the feet. Saw it live. And that was like my shock moment of the year when... Rose stopped Joanna by strikes. For me, Rose Nam Yunus for the year. Yeah. Hashtag 11. Hashtag 11? Yeah, you don't watch Stranger Things, do you? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, okay, I get you. Yeah, yeah, okay. Submission of the year then. Uh, we're going to go. The nominees are Demetrius Mighty Mouse Johnson, uh, the Armbarer versus Ray Borg, uh, or Brian Ortega's Guillotine versus Cub Swanson. Uh, Brett John's calf slicer versus Joe Soto. And the Ezekiel choke by Olnienik versus Victor Pesta. Am I going first this time? I think you should. You should take it away. For me, four absolutely incredible submissions. The, it was more so the DJ one was like the takedown with the arm bar in it. Yeah. The Ortega, the way he like, he absolutely got on top of him and just choked him out and yeah. did the readjustment. Uh, Brett John's calf slicer it's only second one ever in the UFC and then the Ezekiel choke was just something I was like I can't believe your man was in full mouth and then like he lost so for me I'm gonna go for Brett John's calf slicer for one particular reason Joe Soto is a very well renowned black belt in the Jiu Jitsu uh, ring itself so like for me for him to be able to pull off a calf slicer against a, a Brazilian Jiu Jitsu black belt who's respected in the Brazilian Jiu Jitsu world for me Brett John's calf slicer yeah. Okay. What about yourself? Um, you see, if I hadn't known I was going to pick Money Mouse, I mean, for this, yeah. I wouldn't have picked Money Mouse because I don't. Well, you don't give him all the awards. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but he has all the belts. Yeah, true. Yeah. <laughs> well, the, well, the thing is, like, that was that was just one of the most amazing things I've ever seen. Yeah. The way he, he actually knew he mid air he was going to transition into the armbar. Yeah. And also because you headbutted him, the winner for me. Yeah. Is also, fifth round as well. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, what more can you say? 
Oh, no. he, got, he also submitted Wilson Hayes, who's also presented yeah. to Backwell. Two submissions this year from Demetrius Moy Mouse yeah. Johnson. I feel I feel like the MMA world needs someone like Moy Mouse the way like just even the way when we met him he was like a good guy yeah he's such a like for being such a small guy he's such a large and life character as yeah. well it's so important for the UFC to couldn't believe how small he was yeah and you still managed to but yeah but uh very DJ very RC um okay so we're gonna move on to the fight of the year um the first fight's gonna be just the Gagey versus Eddie Alvarez do you wanna say where what event it was Justin Gaethje versus Eddie Alvarez. That was UFC 218. Putting you on the spot there. Yeah. Uh, Justin Gaethje versus... Michael Johnson. Michael Johnson, yeah. Which was Justin Gaethje versus Michael Johnson. Fight night. Yeah. And then Dustin Poirier versus Eddie Alvarez. Which was fight night Poirier versus Alvarez. And then... I think... The Brazilian Cowboy versus Yancy Medeiros. Which was also UFC 218. Yeah. Um, For me, Yancy Medeiros versus Brazilian Cowboy... Was absolutely phenomenal. That was going to be my fight of the year. It was just because Cowboy, Brazilian Cowboy won the first round so well. And then Medeiros won the second round so well. And then the third round, Medeiros eventually got the better of him after a bit of back and forth. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> but for me, round of the year was Gaethje versus Johnson round one. That was incredible. Yeah. I was going to... See, my pick for fight of the year, as much as I think Gaethje Alvarez was more entertaining, I think the fact that Remember the night we we just like stayed in, watched yeah. the fight at like five a.m. Gaethje versus uh, and the rest Johnson. of the card was brutal. Yeah. And then the way I, I was totally not expecting when I saw that fight, and then at the end when he just outbeat Johnson and then did the backflip off the ring, like after was, failing to get up on the cage yeah, twice. Yeah, that was just that. That was just brilliant. That was that was like a moment, wasn't yeah, it? It yeah, was a it moment. Was, yeah. It was like yeah. one of the moments yeah. of the year. Yeah. You know, I'd have to. Uh, I have to give you that. That that was absolutely. Insane. Thanks for giving me that, Matt. Thank you. No worries. But uh, we'll move on to the breakout star of the year. There's uh, Francis Ngannou, um, Darren Till, Cole, Colby Covington, yeah. uh, RDA, aka Rafael dos Anjos. The 170 RDA. 170 RDA. Uh, Tug Rose, and Robert Whitaker. So, Barry, for me this year, it's going to have to be Francis Ngannou. As much as Darren Hill was phenomenal, Colby Covington insulted every single person in the UFC to get his name out there. Uh, Rose even beating Yannick, but there's something special about Francis Ngannou. Well, he's, he's massive. He's just massive. He's a monster. He's just a scary individual. And if you look where he was at the start of the year, and then he went in there and um, took out Overeem and Arlovsky, for me, he that's just, that's just that, isn't it? Yeah. Like... Ngannou yeah um, I think I'm going to have to be, okay when you're when you're looking at like a story of yeah. people like uh, like what really is a breakout star it's like from coming from nothing to something and then like quote unquote everything which yeah. is basically like Conor McGregor's catchphrase but I think if I had to pick one I just sort of have to look at a story of like they all have great stories yeah. well I'm not really that high on Colby Covington and in fairness Darren Till has only really had one massive fight yeah, that, people cable, yeah. yeah like that, that was that was his moment. Yeah, yeah, that was his moment. But I think someone like Whitaker, who has an amazing story, because like he used to fight at a weight class below, then lost, and then moved up. Yeah. And then he took on he wasn't afraid to take on someone like Jack Ray, who's like everyone doesn't want to fight. Yeah. And then fighting Romero. And he I was fought like, two scariest guys yeah. in the division back to back. Yeah, and I was like, there's no way he was fighting all these fights that Bisping was running away from. Yeah. And then fighting Romero, who I like was like 
I wouldn't even like. I think I'd rather fight Romero over uh, Ngannou. Yeah. <laughs> and he, and he went oh, no, sorry, I'd rather fight Ngannou than Romero. He was that scary. And, and then, he, he went all five rounds against yeah, Romero. Yeah. Well, and it's like Romero has that like one punch knockout at any yeah. stage. Yeah, he yeah. stood in the pocket yeah. and yeah. As he Chris, changed him. Chris Weidman knows that knee from hell. Yeah, and then like become the in- interim champ, and then we met him. In New York, and like he, like I know there was a massive queue to meet him, but he was like talking to us. And, yeah, he was so like yeah. willing to give you that two minutes yeah. of his time, yeah. and it wasn't it wasn't really like and next. Yeah. It was really like, oh hey, how are yeah. you? Yeah, I remember I was like, here, like even though I was Zion, but I was like, here, congratulations, you're doing yeah. such a great job, and like we're supporting yeah. all the way back in Dublin, and he was like, he could the sincerity from his eyes yeah. was like, it was passionate. We were going to kiss, but not really. But I was just like, <laughs> I, was, I was just like, he knew that I was being totally sincere, and then the way he's now the new champion, it. It's from nothing to something, really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the one last award is knockout of the year. Okay, so, all right. The I think I th- we've left this to last because I think we might agree on this one. Yeah, but uh, okay. So the knockout of the year, it's either OSP's head kick versus Corey Anderson at UFC two seventeen, which you were at. Yeah. Uh, okay. Brown's elbow versus Diego Sanchez. Yeah. Perry's elbow versus Jake Ellenberger. Yeah. Uh, Edson Barboza's knee versus Dariush. Um, and Marlon Moraes's knee against Aljamain Sterling. And then finally, Francis Ngannou's um, sledgehammer versus Alistair Overeem. Look, there's only one winner here. Yeah. And it's Francis Ngannou yeah. killing Alistair Overeem. <laughs> the sledgehammer punch. Yeah. Um, look, for me... It's one of the most iconic knockouts I think I've ever seen. Um, absolute phenomenal knockout. Francis Ngannou, you are a monster. Yeah. Uh, yeah, remember, we, remember we, were, we were like at at the UFC. Mm. Like, I, I know we always re-referenced that, but like we were there. Yeah. And then like he walked by and then like he, it was like a solar a solar eclipse. Like the, the, the sun was blocked out by this guy. Oh, like. It was massive. Massive, yeah. So Barry, I know we said we do a bit of quick predictions for 2018. So... I'm going to ask you some quick fire questions. Are you ready for them? No. Okay. Will Conor McGregor fight in the UFC in 2018? I, I, like, I want to say yeah. I want to say yeah, but it, it, if it's, the money doesn't make sense, I, I could almost... Because Conor McGregor is a real champion, he really is. Like, he, he's not the, I don't think he's the sort of guy that will go out, lose in boxing in one match, and then never, ever try it out again. I think like he'll want to try it again. And if he has the opportunity to fight your poly or Manny Pacquiao in Dublin, I think he'd take that over fighting... Tony Ferguson. Tony Ferguson, yeah. But but I think like if the possibility of fighting GSP, that is going to be the fight that he'll definitely take over f- fighting in Dublin. Yeah, I could, I, could, I could see that. If I'm going to have to say where he's going to fight next, I think he'll fight in the UFC. I think they'll get that sorted. I think the competitive nature in him will see him fight back in the UFC again. Before who? That Diaz trilogy or... GSP, I think they're the two fights. They're the only two fights that I can see happening for him. I don't see him coming back and fighting Tony Ferguson. Yeah, that's the thing. Honest. Yeah, that's the thing. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I just, I just don't see it happen. It's not really. It's, there's no extra money to be made. Really, like obviously he'll make extra money. Mm. Yeah, but it doesn't. It's, it's not like that, Like he won't even notice that money going into his account. Sort of yeah. thing, you know. So next question, Barry. Who's more likely to regain their belt in in 2018? Joanna Jacek or Cody Garbrandt? I think Joanna. Yeah, yeah. I even. think I think Cody's gonna have to fight one, if not two more fights. Maybe Dominic Cruz. Yeah. Um. Obviously Lineker, but like he's not gonna get the straight one against TJ Dillashaw. TJ Dillashaw was so impressive as well. Like 
that, like, I know he was wobbled a bit beforehand, but, like, the amount of, like... His angles are something else. Yeah. Just the way he moves and yeah. his, like, striking. Yeah. He, he, he's got, like, such a, he's got such a larger arsenal. Like, Cody Garbrandt is definitely the best boxer at 135. Yeah. But, like, Tito just kicks with, along with his boxing, his kickboxing one might even call it, is definitely the best at yeah. 135 pounds. And I would actually love to see Dillashaw fight Cruz again because like, that was a really close yeah. first, first time around. Yeah. And I'd like to see um, Garbrandt fight the winner of Jimmy Rivera versus uh, John Lineker, which has happened this weekend. And then they the winners of that fight. Yeah. Almost like a little story. Min- then, yeah. Minimal, minimum, mi- mini tournament. It is mini tournament, yeah. And question number three. Does Francis Ngannou walk out with the heavyweight belt at UFC 220? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. I'll tell you why. Because when I was watching the Joe Rogan MMA show with um, Stipe Miocic on it, Stipe Miocic was sort of like, oh, there should be a weight class between uh, light heavyweight and heavyweight. Yeah. And it was sort of like, he, like the way he sort of, he was, he was sort of like... He was almost like looking to avoid him. Yeah, he was sort of like poor me in a way. Yeah. And like, it was a bit like, you're the heavyweight champ, you should be like, c- come and get some. Yeah, yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? And... That means he's not 100% confident in the back of his brain. And also, Francis Ngannou is, is like training and being in the lab in Vegas. And uh, I, I, just, I can just see Francis Ngannou's already probably won. Okay, and the last question. Yeah. Who will be the welterweight champion come the end of 2018? Tyron Woodley, Stephen Wonderboy Thompson, Darren Till, Colby Covington, or Rafael Dos Santos? Really good question, but um, I think Woodley is going to remain the champion only because he sort of he sort of seems to know how to like n- like neutralize his opponent's game plans, almost like John Jones, but not as good as John Jones. Like don't try John Jones to fight guess, their yeah. style against them. Yeah, like whereas like the way he just sort of made it, Damian Maya look like like a, just a novice. I think that like Woodley is just going to be able to nullify everyone. Although I'd like to see him fight Till, but that could be very, very soon for Till. Yeah. You know what I mean? I always think Till needs to take another one in between. For me, if I'm going to say who's going to be a champion come 2019, I'm actually going to go against my boy, Tyron Woodley. And you know he's my boy. Yeah. But I'm going to say Darren Till, come the end of the year, will be walking around. Yeah. With all around his waist. I, think, I feel like he's going to fight someone else in between. And I feel like he's going to be big enough and brave enough that he'll go after Woodley. And I think that's the worst style of matchup for Woodley. Yeah. I don't think Covington offers enough on the feet for him. I don't think UFC is going to be too quick to make uh, one boy three. And I don't no. think Gordie is like, big enough yeah. to get the job done. Yeah. So I think, for me, Darren Till is perfect size-wise. He's fearless. Yeah. And he's, in my opinion, he's the most hungry of the five guys. They'll blow up MMA, especially in yeah. England or the yeah. United Kingdom. Because... So, because they're crying out for their own sort of Conor McGregor and this until it means business. Yeah, so they are our awards for Mixed Martial Arts of the Year. Congratulations if you won one. Commiserations if you didn't. Also, one special award for me. Comeback of the Year, George Rush St. Pierre. Comes back, wins the belt, takes a truckload of cash and fucks off. Fair play to him. And we saw it live. Yeah, we saw it live. Did we, have, did we mention we saw it live? No, no, no. no. Event of the Year. Uh, UFC was it two eight two seventeen two seventeen oh no two eighteen was pretty good as well yeah it was yeah, yeah, yeah. two of the fights of the year yeah what two two seventeen three new champions what a card yeah uh, before we actually go into the upcoming two was it two nineteen yeah yeah uh, we we have some boxing awards to give out as well boxing awards brilliant yeah, yeah. Uh, okay 
I'm going to start off with fighter of the year. So it's going to be either Anthony Joshua, Katie Taylor, your mate Lomachenko, Deontay Wilder, or Triple G. For me, I'm going to have to give it to Anthony Joshua. The way he beat Vladimir Kishko was very, very impressive. We see him get rocked. We see him come back and he won. Um, obviously, his next fight against... That tank of a fellow, I can't even remember his name. Takam. Yeah, Takam. Yeah. Uh, obviously, it wasn't impressive performance, but it was a late change to notice opponent. So, yeah. um, look, Joshua looks very, very impressive at the moment. Very impressed with him. All um, the people who didn't get mentioned, like Tony Belly and stuff, also had good year. But for me, uh, Anthony Joshua was the man on this occasion, and fair play to him. Yeah. Also, a shout out to Amir Khan, in, who was in a. Obviously, oh, <laughs> get me out of here. <laughs> Where did he finish? Third? I actually don't know. I was just being yeah, sarcastic. We did, yeah, we know we did win. Also, uh, Lomachenko was absolutely incredible this yeah. year as well yeah. but I just feel like he doesn't actually have as much star recognition so like it's actually a yeah. bit harder to be like he hasn't really made as much as well yeah. I think really um, if I had to give it to anyone it would be have to be Katie Taylor just basically from just how her star power has risen and then like winning the belt then defending the belt in like like a, such a like dogged fight and like proving that like she has the champion's heart I think when I saw that I was just like I was like, that's the real deal. Uh, like, I know Anthony Joshua obviously had it, but, like, Anthony Joshua was still, like, more known coming mm. into the year, whereas Katie Taylor was trying to build a brand. In, in no, Katie Taylor put on an absolutely spectacular performance yeah. all year. She did an absolute great section. Yeah. Also, Katie Taylor liked the post there recently yeah. as well. Yeah. I, 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 yeah. We have to meet her next yeah. year. That's, like, we have to make sure we meet these certain people yeah. as well. But uh, also... Oh, yeah, go ahead. I was going to say shout-out to uh, Michael Conlon as well, who's also had a great year, but yeah. I don't think he's faced high-level enough competition to get the Fighter of the Year award, but yeah. we still always support Michael Conlon when he fights as well. True. Can't, can't not say it. Yeah. And then uh, for the Fighter of the Year, it's uh, Anthony Joshua versus Klitschko, um, Triple G versus Canelo, Lomachenko versus Ridano, uh, Mayweather versus McGregor. Yeah. For, <laughs> for, for us, right... We'll be honest with you, right? Me and Barry aren't like the massive boxing fans in the world. No. But whenever there is a big boxing fight, we'll make sure we watch it. Like we also watched Wilder versus Deverne for all seventy seconds of it. Yeah. But um, like I'm sure there was some absolute epic war between two fellows who we don't know. But there were the fights that meant the most was this year, and we made sure we watched. And for me, I'd watch Klitschko versus Jock Joshua ten times over. Yeah. For me, that was by beyond by far fight of the year. Yeah. Absolute great boxing match. Um, obviously, McGregor Mayweather was an absolute spectacle hmm. and it captivated the world for yeah. about two months. Um, yeah. But in terms of actual boxing matches, AJ versus Klitschko for me was phenomenal. Yeah, I, I, I have to agree. I remember I was watching that and I was like, I couldn't believe how good they were both. Yeah. Um, Anthony Joshua really like stepped up the first time he's properly like rocked, mm. I think, and then um, won. Yeah, it was an extraordinarily impressive yeah. feat on his path. It was really like his moment, as in like when he looks back at his career, it was like he was like, yeah. "That's when I was a world champion." Because with boxing the way it is, the way there's like five sort of like organizations in boxing, like you know what I mean, like some of the world champions like might not even be in the top ten in the world. You know what I mean? It's just the way the belts run. Yeah. So obviously, when you fight Klitschko, you know what I mean you're fighting. A world champion, yeah. regardless of who even has the belt, he's a, he's a world champion caliber fighter. So I think that's the boxing award. So I suppose all that we have left now to do is break down UFC two nineteen in terms of fight talk. Yeah, is there any like predictions you want to make about the boxing next year? Or um, I'd like to see Lomachenko fight uh, against Mikey Garcia. I think that could be a challenge for him because I think Garcia is actually a couple of 
um, size bigger than okay. um, I'd like to see that um, it'd be interesting to see if McGregor gets back in the ring or not yeah. and then I'd like to see Canelo versus Triple G again because like, the judges got that totally wrong I was really convinced that Triple G got the nod yeah, there so, was I, yeah. so I'd like to see that go yeah. again oh and I want to see Joshua versus Wilder yeah, that's, 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 so that's, yeah, why, yeah, that's yeah, what I want yeah, to see yeah, yeah. after seeing Wilder like destroys Tavern, I'm just like I need to see that fight yeah. that was my performance of the year Wilder versus Tavern. Yeah, that against Joshua would be amazing I was just watching when he was like he actually just like assaulted that fella yeah, yeah. It's very scary yeah yeah uh, okay so we're going to move into UFC 219 which is going to be held in the T-Mobile arena yeah, in, Las in Las Vegas, Vegas. so on the 30th, 30th of December Saturday the 30th of December so might as well just do the main card really the undercard isn't really that particularly interesting in my opinion um, Tim Elliott, in case you were looking last week, uh, his opponent didn't make weight and he's fighting this time around. So after our rant about him get, only getting paid half his thing, he's fighting again yeah. now. So like he's actually getting, he's doing well for himself really, isn't he? Yeah. Yeah, because he's getting double pay double really. Pay, yeah. So um, we might as well start off with the return of the natural born killer, Carlos Conda. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, this is going to be very interesting. He's fighting against Neil Magny, who I call the gazelle because he's like, an absolute giraffe, but even though that's not his elbow. Uh, Barry, what's your take for this fight? Uh, Carlos Conor has been around for a while. Yeah. And, uh, and last time he was out, he just got anaconda by Damian Moyer. Yeah. He just like took his back and choked him out straight away. Yeah. There's, there's something about Carlos Conor that there, there's, you can see that he's like, he, he like loves the sport, which, mm. uh, which is, uh, that's why he's definitely one of the fan favourites. I just sort of feel like, I feel like Neil Magny is sort of like, He's, he's just less of a... He's not like a gatekeeper in any sort of way, but he's like lower than, lower than that. He's probably like a 10 to a 15. Yeah. In the he, he, he like, he, like he's beaten Kelvin Gaston, which is incredible. But then you like... You put you put him in there against Ordea and like Ordea just folded him up yeah. and like tapped him out straight away. Yeah. It's, it's a bit of a like... Neil Magny, if you play like a strikey rangey game, Neil Magny do well and Neil Magny's got cardio for days. Yeah. But in terms of ta- technical aspects, he's not up there with the upper echelon guys. No. no. Um, and Carlos Conda, from what I saw against Moya, I was just a bit like, he didn't look interested. Yeah. But then if you saw UFC 195, Conda versus Lawler, it's like, a lot of people thought Carlos Conda won that fight. Yeah. And he left it all in, all out there. So for me, um, I'm going to pick Conda on this one. Yeah. Uh, like, I, I, yeah, I, I agree with that. I think Conda as well. I just sort of feel like the, the sport is sort of gone as sort of pa- almost passing him by in a way yeah I you know you. what I mean like he's had his wars yeah he's I also don't... sort of been like flirted with retirement yeah and anyone who's flirted with retirement yeah. already has that one foot outside the octagon and that's always a bit dodgy but I feel like Neil Magny doesn't have enough like sort of knockout killer instinct in yeah. him that, and Conor can just Conor... take him into the clinch and like really be yeah. devastating as well yeah I think Conor's probably gonna win yeah. probably by knockout as well yeah, yeah. Uh, then in the women's strawweight weight division our best mate Cynthia Calvell versus Carla Esparza. Former UFC strawweight champion. The initial strawweight champion. Yeah. She won the ultimate fighter. Um, she's gone away for a while. The cookie monster, as she's referred to. But for me, Cynthia Calvell, younger, hunger, trains out of Team Alpha Male. I have her all day, every day, twice on Sunday. Yeah. 
Yeah, especially like she's especially fucking sell man. Yeah, yeah. She? Especially yeah. we met her and like yeah. me and you were both meeting her and then we had an average half and we've been like she would definitely kick her ass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I got to Ross. I was like, I was like, so something about her that's really sexy because like she's like really, really sound and knowing that she kick your ass in some sort of way. Yeah. I thought was sort of and she could kill purple hair as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Although, like, realistically, if I meet any girl, I know they could kick my ass. So I'd be like, I just probably wouldn't. What's your one? Gabby Garcia. Oh jeez, <laughs> no. Ross is, a po- Ross is a poster of her in his room. Um, but you know, Cynthia Calvert is on an absolute tear. She's at three, if not four, now in the UFC. Uh, undefeated fighting out team alpha male just looks really really strong looks like she like UFC are sort of primed yeah, as well yeah I was gonna say like, that, yeah. when she went to beat Joanne Calderwood I was like that's legit mm-hmm. and uh, who knows I could see her actually moving up to the flyweight division and maybe like going for the title at flyweight yeah let's see what happens yeah let's yeah. see what happens yeah. uh, then in the bantamweight division Ross mentioned it earlier Jimmy Riviera versus John Lineker um, will John Lineker make weight this is always the question at bantamweight I'm more confident he'll make weight. He's not trying to make them cut down the flyweight. And then you find <coughs> Jimmy Riviera, who's 22 and 1. And he had a good year this year as well. Yeah, he went, he lost his second ever fight. And his one is 20 after that. So <laughs> for me, like, he, he could be next in line. His biggest problem is that people still don't really know who he is. That's like, he's beaten Uri Alcantara, he's beaten Uriah Faber. Like, he's. Absolutely legit as they come. Was that Uriah Faber's second last fight? Was it? I, th- I think so. Yeah. All right. And maybe even his last fight. Yeah. Um. And then I know Uriah Faber won his last fight. Remember he did fight in uh, California or something. Oh yeah. Oh, did he fight Brad Pickett? Was it? That was. Oh, that I, yeah, I think it was. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, Riviera, like he's just so good. He fights out in New Jersey. Um, I just think he's got more tools to beat Lineker as long as he doesn't get into some sort of stand-up trade war whose who's dick is bigger competition because like, it's not a good game to play against mm-hmm. um, Lineker. And just seeing the way TJ Dillashaw handled uh, Lineker at UFC 200, I'm just like, I feel I feel like the game plan's out there to beat Lineker now. Yeah, uh, I agree with that because I think Riviera's sort of, he's on the up and then Lineker's mm-hmm. been sort of broken. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That like, I think once you get those sort of... Although it was so weird seeing like TJ Dillashaw like absolutely smash him with elbows and face and Lineker was like, hey, this is brilliant. He's like he's a bit of a psycho, yeah, really. A bit like BJ Penn. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So, but um, no, I think Riviera's got too many tables to get the job done. Yeah, yeah. I think we agree on all three so far. Uh, then in the lightweight division, Khabib Nurmagomedov is taking on Edison Barboza. Uh, which, what what are we going to expect from this fight? Because uh, is it going to be like Barboza's trying to like keep Khabib away, and then Khabib like pouncing on him and being like, "I need the title fight," and you're just like, "Shit!" Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, for for me, I think Edinburgh Rose is going to have to take a lot of risks in this fight. Because, like, he's going to have to accept that he's going to get taken down at some stage. So he can't be, like, throwing these pitter-patter punches and, like, being like, hopefully I won't get taken down. He's going to have to go in there and be like, I'm going to get taken down. But if he's going to get taken down, he might as well throw some crazy yeah. knee or, or kick. A, a kick yeah. before he gets taken down. And he might be able to catch him. Yeah, yeah so for me... What's more than likely going to happen is Khabib is going to get him down to the ground and yeah. punish him for three rounds and Barboza is going to end up a bloody mess. He might even finish him at some stage because like Khabib is actually so good at holding people down like know, just yeah. pin them down that like he, has, he just breaks your will. Like, and, like, I know. Remember you were watching he's, he's, like, yeah, when he was fighting Michael Johnson I was like oh my god he was like, yeah. he's, telling, he's like, telling him to give up. He's like, he's like you have no chance you know I deserve this you yeah. know I deserve I was like imagine like someone beating you up and then telling you I'm beating you up. He's like I'm beating you up 
I, I was like, it was like I don't really want to punch you in the face anymore, but I'm still doing it. I felt like I felt like throwing in the towel for uh, oh, no, Johnson yeah. last time. I was, I was, it was really like it wasn't it wasn't enjoyable. It, it was really like at the first ten seconds of each round, you're a bit like Johnson. Johnson like he's still standing. It's like no back in the ground. I was like, oh, all right, that's yeah, it. Yeah, but yeah. like in fairness, Johnson's very fast and he caught Khabib in the first round and like. Some people say he was rocked. So it's sort of hard to tell because he didn't like seem wobbly, but like he, when he punched him, he didn't seem confident either. Yeah. So it, I think the first two minutes of this fight are going to be the interesting part of it. Yeah. But Khabib's undefeated, and I don't and see Edson, for a reason as well. Yeah, and I don't see Edson Barboza being like his foil, if that makes sense. So yeah. I think Khabib's going to win, and then I think we're finally going to get Khabib versus Ferguson. Yeah. That, well, that's what I'm hoping for as well. I, I just, I, I can, I know Khabib's sort of like right. I'm like so well rounded, and Barbo, all he has to do is watch the kicks from Barbosa. Yeah. Whereas like, I think Khabib's just going to make sure when he rushes him, he's going to make sure not to get knocked out, and then yeah. grab him and be like, yeah. pull him apart like a Christmas cracker. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and like the fight, I really want to see is Ferguson versus Khabib because Ferguson's so good on the ground that I want to see if like yeah. if Khabib can just hold Ferguson down and like do what he wants to him, then I'll be like, all right, well. <laughs> but moving on to. The main event of the evening. In the women's featherweight division. Uh, the that champ- doesn't actually exist. That doesn't really exist. Yeah, yeah. yeah, The champion Chris Cyborg versus the preacher's daughter Holly Holm. Former UFC bantamweight champion. The Ronda Rousey killer. Um, yeah. Look I was watching the. <laughs> I was watching the. What's what called the countdown show. And I just wasn't really sold on. Um, Holly Holm believing that she's going to be Chris Cyborg in this. And watching Chris Hoiberg train, she's just so, like, ruthless. And so, like, she was actually doing her, like, boxing. And, like, she was, like, going out of the gym, hitting her boxer, training with the pad. And, like, going around the block and coming yeah, back around. Right, I, yeah, I, like, yeah. I was like, she's not going to go for, take a back step. And I feel like, no. as skillful as Holly Home is, I feel like her skill level isn't as high as the power that Cyborg yeah, possesses. the power, yeah. Yeah, and it's like... And also, also Chris Cyborg's training with Gabby Garcia was like yeah. 6'10". Yeah. And like 50 stone or something. She's like a monster. Yeah, she's, no, like, she, she's, she's, she's a heavyweight. She actually is literally yeah, a heavyweight. Yeah, she's like the female equi- uh, version of Francis Ngannou. Yeah. But like... Maybe even less, scarier. Yeah, but, yeah, but less mobile as yeah. well. Like. But also, and also like she's like sparring lads, like as in like property sparring lads as well. So for me, look, Cyborg by knockout. I think it's the only way it's going to happen. Yeah. Then what? Like, yeah, but I, I'd, I'd be interested to see if like, Holly Holm could make it to the third round or something. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't think... I think that's always the thing with Cyborg. Yeah. It's more so like, can they get past the second round? Like, if Cyborg knocks Holly Holm out, like, no one is, like, she's not going to be able to get another fight in the UFC because everyone's going to be like, eh, no, I'm sick. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah, I mean? yeah. No one's going to be signing up to fight that. Yeah. Even Durant me like vacated <laughs> the belt to get away from her. She's like, you're going to fight the bantamweight, lads. Yeah, and she flew away. She went and got a sex change, yeah. so she's like, I can fight lads now. I yeah, got yeah. to fight so I work. <laughs> Very Durandamy. Yeah. Scary. And she was never heard of again. Yeah. Oh, wait, she's not, she's not have a fight again. She actually, actually does have a fight lined up soon. I think, she, I think she's actually going to fight Kat and Sangana. I might be wrong there, but I think that's who she's going to fight next. But like, her and her 7,000 Instagram followers saw the picture of the belt. Yeah. I couldn't believe when she actually won the belt, the UC actually put her handle in wrong on the post. It was like the Iron Lad yeah, instead yeah. of the Iron Lady. Oh, it was so oh. Oh. Very UFC. I'm not surprised, really. Yeah. Some of the posts the UFC are putting out these days are so stupid as well. Oh, when they did that massive poster of UFC 220 and yeah. they put it into like six yeah. different segments. Yeah, or even, stupid. Yeah, even something with like, put your hands up if you're like looking forward to this week. It's just, it's just like, what are you talking about? Like, yeah, yeah, No. <laughs> Very UFC. So that is UFC 219 broken down. Barry, I think we should probably do a bet this weekend because like we actually picked all the same fighters. 
Okay, yeah. Yeah. Do we? Yeah. Khabib. Well, okay, Cyborg. Khabib, Jimmy Riviera, um, yeah. <clears throat> Cynthia Calvao, and who was the first one of the night? With the first one? Well, oh, sure. Carlos Conda. Carlos Conda, yeah. Yeah, so we picked all the same five fighters, so we should probably do an accumulator on, yeah, on this we, weekend. Yeah, yeah, we should do it. Yeah, yeah, why not? Yeah, why not? Sure, we'd be watching we'll let you know if you, We'll let you know if we win. And if you guys are listening to this, you can do the accumulator too. Yeah. And, yeah. If, and if we win, you make sure the boys point. Yeah. We'll let you bet. Yeah. But is there anything else you want to say about the fight world, the fight game? Um, no, I think that's sort of if the year. Hopefully, <coughs> some of that UFC 219 does change our mind and will actually become knockout or fight or submission of the year. That would be cool if it did do that. If that does happen, we'll let you know in the post in the comment section. Perfect, yeah. So now we're going to move on to the world of football. Yeah, so uh, thanks for staying tuned to the fight game with Energize and Ross and Barry. Ross, how are you making the show so far? Best show of 2017. Fair play to Joanna for like quoting that. Yeah. Yeah, but um, in the world of football, um, we actually have a couple of awards as well here that we want to start off with. Um, we're going to start off with the player of the year. So... The choices are Cristiano Ronaldo, if, if you've heard of him. Uh, Lionel Messi, that's that small guy from Barcelona. Uh, Neymar, David De Gea, Eder and Diabala. Obviously Eder for scoring the winning goal in the Euros. Yeah, the winning goal in the Euros. Um, even though that was last year. Yeah, I just realised <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I was like, what? Oh, sorry, I drew that in just to like... I oh, know, just for a laugh. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. yeah, I hadn't read this yeah. and I was like, Eder? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Obviously, is that better? It should be Gianguli Buffon, who like had a great year at Juventus and made the whole way to the Champions League final before getting destroyed by Real Madrid. Yeah. Very unlucky. Uh, for me, uh, for me, it's just Cristiano Ronaldo this year. Real Madrid won the Champions League and they won the league. Yeah. Um, and the and the World Club Championship. Cup Championship, and yeah. they're the first ever time for someone to defend that, and the first ever time to defend the Champions League as well. So for me, just an absolutely phenomenal job. Obviously, they're not doing that great in the league at the moment; they're actually fourth. But for me. Overall calendar year and success, Cristiano Ronaldo, star man of Real Madrid, fair play to him, yeah. Ballon d'Or winner as well. I can't give it to anyone else. Yeah, no, I hundred percent agree. I think also sometimes if you win, 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 you probably take the foot off the pedal and you start believing your own height. Yeah. And then someone comes in, takes the rug from underneath you, and then you're like, right now of new goals. If yeah. not, you can't. If you can't, like, what was his goal this year to be like win the Champions League again, and yeah. win the World Cup Championships again, and then win the Ballon d'Or again? Yeah. But once someone takes it off, you're like, I want it back, and you're more hungrier than ever. So, the team of the year, uh, Real Madrid, Juventus, Chelsea, Manchester City, and PSG. Um, you, should, you may as well go first, bro. Well, for me, look, all great teams, Chelsea obviously won the league, City more so on this, this part of the season than their last year, PSG same. Uh, Juventus were obviously very successful, they won Serie A, I think they won the Cup, got to the final Champions League, but yet again, Real Madrid... If you defend the Champions League, you win the La Liga, and you defend the World Club Championship, which is like not always easy to defend because you might not actually be in it to defend it. Yeah, they're just like absolutely incredible team, and they deserve the accolade of Team of the Year. They deserve, yeah. No, yeah, hundred percent agree. Yeah, not 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 much more to be said. Uh, the <coughs> manager of the year, uh, we have Allegri, the manager of Juventus, uh, Zinedine Zidane, manager yeah. of Real Madrid, uh, Pep Guardiola, manager of Manchester City, and. Antonio uh, Antonio Conte yeah. from Chelsea lovely new hair lovely new hair yeah um, for me look it's a clean sweep so far Real Madrid yeah. Zinedine Zidane 
Look, they won't be getting the award in 2018, so they might as well have all the 2017 awards. Yeah. So, fair play to them. Unless they win the Champions League, which they could very well do. Yeah. Very Real Madrid. I, I agree. I agree. Also, in fairness, I, was like, I know Mourinho's not there, but like, I haven't won this a few titles with United yeah, there last year Europa League League Cup Charity Shield yeah. especially yeah. when the Europa League without uh, Zlatan in the end and yeah I mean no, that, that just... pressure like if we had lost that would be out of the Champions League yeah, you know what I mean like that was that was, yeah. a, that was like that was like Russian roulette doing that and then, yeah. then he got it so if you don't go all in you can't win really yeah so f- no fair fair play to Mourinho but just we tried to be less United biased at times as well so like we didn't put him in there and then obviously Pep's in there at the moment for the way Man City are playing at the moment so yeah. well the, really, the only time we're really biased towards Man U is when they're playing a match against another team yeah like, true yeah you always say they're going to win yeah yeah and then uh, goal of the year uh, we actually watched the Postcast Awards to see which was actually the best goals and we rounded it down to two yeah. um, Olivier Giroud's back heel scorpion sort of kick in the Premier League I forget who that was against I think it was against Southampton was it? Okay. I could be wrong now, but that's what I'm going to say. Yeah, but the goal was so good, yeah. we didn't care. Yeah. And then uh, Mar- Mario Mandzukic just going the Champions League final for Juventus against Real Madrid this year as well. Yeah. Um, you want to go first? Um, for me, just on the occasion it was, I'm going to say Mandzukic. But like, yeah, Drew's goal was so spectacular, but like Mandzukic so like, took the ball out, took the ball in the chest and like meant to actually do that. Yeah. So in the Champions League final, scored a goal on the grandest stage of the mall, scored an overhead kick and it was just like, me that was that was the best goal of the year. Yeah, we probably should have agreed on that beforehand because like I thought you were going to pick Giroud. Well, look, visually Giroud's goal was better looking, but like when Giroud like stuck his leg out and did that flick, he wasn't like this is going top corner. That's he was like it was a hit and hope. It was a hit and hope. Yeah, yeah. So fair play to that. Yeah. And then like Mkhitaryan's was almost a goal, but it, because it was sort of offside, yeah. but it was still. I felt like Mkhitaryan actually more meant to actually score the goal the way he did than. Um, Drew did, but like you said, it was because he actually like was offside, but the goal still stood. I, 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 like there's something, something against, against it that I can't give it. Yeah, yeah. Very energized, not being very, there. very energized. So Barry, for 2018, who do you think is going to be set the world of football alight? Not named Cristiano Ronaldo or Lionel Messi. Um, who do I think? I think I think Neymar is going to keep getting all the recognition with PSG. He seems to have a really good click with Mbappe now as well, which, yeah. is, which is like I can't wait for the Champions League to really get deep. Yeah, and see how far these lads can take it because it seems like some players are really really stepping up, and the standard is getting so much more exciting. Yeah, I think. I think I think PSG have a bit of belief in there now that spend so much money on Neymar and Mbappe that they're just a bit like we're one of the big dogs now. Yeah, and I think they and they went and like they. Like I know they lost three 0 to Bayern Munich after after they already won the group, but like they played Bayern Munich and they played them off the pitch in the yeah. first time round. Yeah. And uh, I was actually reading the stats in the league. Um, Cavani scored seventeen goals already, and Neymar's got nine assists and Mbappe's got <laughs> eight assists. And I don't know how many other goals they have between those two, but they're like scoring goals for fun over in France. And for me, I think Mbappe is an absolute superstar over there yeah. with his new. Uh, bleached blonde hair and then obviously if we're looking a bit closer to home in the Premier League I just think Kevin De Bruyne Kevin is De Bruyne. doing an absolute yeah. phenomenal job and then if you want a bit outside the box I think if Asensio can start every week for Real Madrid I think Zidane sort of limits game time to like sort of protect him but I think he's also going to be a superstar in the making yeah. I'd, I'd say that's more like he hasn't got a, he's not as free as Kevin De Bruyne sort of yeah. Pep allows the players to be more free I think Zidane yeah. tries to keep him more rigid but like that's well, it's worked. So. Yeah, yeah. So, like, yeah, they're they're all fan- phenomenal, fantastic players. They're the players who were like 
Well, yeah. and we're, well, we were looking for 2018 to be like their, their year. Yeah. In um, other football news, I had written down that Swansea have parted ways, ways with uh, Paul Clement. Yeah. Um, I know there's not many Swansea fans with us here now today. Look, Swansea are... They can't score. That's their problem. Yeah. They actually don't concede that many goals. Arsenal and Liverpool have conceded more goals this year than Swansea have. So like that shows that like they're like defensively they're fairly solid, but they just mm-hmm. can't seem to put the ball in the net. And I was actually watching Don Terry say like, "Oh, you can't rely on young Tammy Abraham to score all the goals for them." But I sort of think you can. I feel like they're not making him their main striker, and I just think he looks very good. And maybe they should try him and Boney up top. But I, I think Paul Clements was a very good football manager. He has his teams playing quite decent football. Um, I think it's one of those occasions where they're actually getting rid of the manager, but the problem isn't actually yeah. probably the manager. Yeah. As in, like, I don't think uh, yeah, and the, whoever they're going to get in is going to, like, be a saviour. Yeah. And, like, Paul Clements has so much, like, um, experience from being with Chelsea, from being with... Uh, PSG. PSG and Real Madrid as well. Real Madrid as well, yeah. He was, like, Ancelotti's right yeah, man, yeah, wasn't he? That's, yeah. that's who he learned from. Yeah. And, like, realistically, like... And no offense. That's what I was about to say. No offense. Like they're probably going to get in like a Tony Pulis or like a Ranieri or like those are the ones who are available. It's such a the carousel. Yeah, it's such a merry-go-round. Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. Like, it's like whoever's available. Like Premier League experience in you come. Yeah. Um, probably Tony Pulis will be the favorite for the job. Yeah, but look at Tim like, Sherwood would probably like all do it, lads. You know what I mean? They, they get relegated if they got him. But yeah, like the way the way they yeah, like oh. sold Sigurdsson, they got rid of Lorente as well. I mean, even when they got rid of Ashley Williams, like, I mean, they didn't really pace any of them. These are like big egos and big That's personalities were to have. Like, they were like probably Swansea's three biggest players. Yeah. And, like, and then when you take away them goals and put in Boney, who hasn't really been fit in the last couple of years. Yeah. And he's, just, he's, just, he's actually just so big as well. Like, like he, yeah. like he never questions, you sort of question his fitness levels. Yeah, and his, yeah he's the modern day Benjani. Like, yeah. The, 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 the good is all gone now. You know what I mean? Yeah, he's no. He's used up really. He's not going to be like the Demba Bab a few years ago now. No, I have to 100% agree with you. And I feel like they probably should put their faith in Tammy Abraham. Like Tammy Abraham was getting in the England squad, but I think they were just a bit like, I think certain managers are like, oh, if I play Abraham and we lose, it's like, why are you playing that kid up front? But if I play Boney up front and we lose, they're like, he's like almost uh, sort of yeah. verified Premier League striker. Yeah. I, think, I think, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the, it's such a, it's like double edged sword. Yeah, your yeah. Li- yeah, your career's on the line here. It's yeah. like here, do I put a, do I invest everything into this young 19, 20 year old who has, hasn't proven anything? Yeah. Or Wilfred Bone, who we bought from well, it was sort bought of, back. Yeah, from we bought Stoke. Back, yeah, St- or as Man City, I think it was on Lawrence Stoke, and then went to Man City. But, well, like, well, he was playing for Stoke anyway, and yeah. then it was, was like, please fucking score, man! Like, actually, actually, that's what happened. He was at Swansea, and then he went to Man City from Swansea for like thirty million, yeah. and then like he ended up at Stoke, whether he was on loan or bought, he was playing for Stoke one yeah. year, and then he eventually ended up back yeah. at Swansea. And it's yeah. like there's like and the Man City, way worse. yeah, but Man City, Man City like like didn't play him like yeah. he he basically it's almost like an Adebayor it's a bit like if you have him there and he's your main man he'll score the goals for you yeah. and then once you're like you're on the bench mate it's like yeah his goals are gone yeah do you remember do you remember he when he signed he arrived at like all gold and all from yeah. Man City and stuff and then like I think he was like I think he was like oh, I'm gonna win the Premier yeah. League yeah I'm gonna win it yeah, yeah. 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 very yeah very bony. Well, not the Man City didn't win the Premier League, just that Boney was not yeah. a contributing factor. It's a zero percent, yeah. Uh, <coughs> any other sports, football news you want to? Uh, no, might as well say, like, the Carabao uh, Cup semi-finals are set. You have Arsenal, Chelsea, Man City, and very sadly for Manchester United fans like ourselves, Bristol City. Yeah. So we're all going to be cheering for Bristol City against whoever they get. Yeah. No, and, they got Man City, yeah. Oh, they got Man City? Yeah. I was just about to say, the other three teams are all going to be like, please, can we have Bristol City? Yeah. <laughs> So, yeah. um, 
Yeah, that'd be interesting. At least it's more than likely going to be Man City versus Arsenal or Chelsea in the final, and like the final will be actually interesting to watch. Yeah. Fact. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, then, also, as we said, on Friday we're at the Dogs and we watched Arsenal play a 3-3 draw against Liverpool. This, this is goals written all over it. And that's, yeah. what, that's, what, that's what's always good against Arsenal and Liverpool. Yeah, and... It left exciting to watch Arsenal fan TV and Redman TV because like both teams had absolute howlers. Both goalkeepers as well. Check made the save against Salah and then the ball just sort of like bounced and went in to the top corner. And then Mingley had a shot. Jack had hit a shot straight at him and like he sort of just like touched it in. Yeah. There were there there were some real like sloppy goals, but like it made the game exciting. And the weird thing about it was when Liverpool win one 0 I was like. Oh, they're not going to lose. And I don't know why, but as soon as they scored a second goal, I was a bit like, I feel like they're in more trouble now than they were at 1-0 up. Do you get that same feeling? The, the, you just never know what's going to happen with Liverpool at all. I know, yeah. They're, I'm just like, they're actually so excited to watch and it's so like, no. Very Liverpool. Yeah, but, uh, oh, sorry. So, Barry. So, after a 3-0 result, is it Wenger in or Wenger out? Wenger in at the meantime yeah. yeah after especially coming back from that yeah but uh, we have to move into Leicester City drawing two all against Manchester United right uh, United had this game basically finished um, Leicester City had a stupid sending off and then we missed like at least two excellent chances Jesse Lingard Rashford and Martial and Martial it was almost so easy and then at the very very end Harry was it Harry Maguire comes around yeah. back post buries it two all like I was actually, I was actually watching it and just being like when Mar- Marshall missed that um, chance to score, I was like, what was that? And then when Lingard took the ball around the goalkeeper and then hit the post, I was like, oh, Open goal. my God. And then it's just to concede like a 94th minute goal against Bristol and be knocked out of the cup. And then concede like a 93rd minute goal <laughs> against Leicester to draw both in the same week. Like it literally breaks my heart. Like yeah. literally breaks my heart. I'm sitting there going, especially when it was the, it was the 93rd minute, uh, what's called against Bristol. Like, I left the room to like yeah. Pete, Pete was doing something in the other room and I was like I was like what's he doing he was like <laughs> moaning and I was like and then I came back and I was like are you joking and then against Leicester I'd actually I'd actually turn it off and then like I got a text and I was like are you joking because I know when you know to fuck up because my phone like I get about seven text messages in a row as opposed to when they win no one says a word to me so I was like are you joking I can't believe I'm going to have to make sure I sit there and watch to the very last minute because the last few times I've gotten up Left the room, ninety minute, and it's normally United who score the last. Yeah, minute. that's the thing. Yeah, yeah, very like, not man, you. I don't the league's basically over now, isn't it? Yeah, City are so yeah. far ahead, thirteen points ahead. Well, what's the best thing to do now for United? Like, are they best off? Like, I feel like we're gonna have to concentrate in the Champions League. Champions. Yeah, but then in the league, are they best off? Like, don't you wait? Ashley Young's having a good yeah. season, but like, it's sort of like are they probably best off playing Luke Shaw now more? Yeah, but I feel like they still want to finish second at minimum. You know, man. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, yeah, I understand that, but like, what's the difference between second and third? Oh, it's not really. I mean, but like, I'm just, I'm just a bit like. Yeah, but I don't want to like, start sacrificing league games. You know what I mean? Like, no, I, know, I, yeah. I, I just want to win every single game next. Oh, yeah. like, just, oh, yeah. just win all the games, will it? Yeah. I can't... Oh, sort it out, lads. Yeah. Uh, also on Saturday, Everton and Chelsea played at an unbelievable nil-all draw. What do you make of that? Um, good result for Everton, really. Bad result for Chelsea, especially considering United slipped up. They could have done a win. But same, same voice for United. Like, you know, Chelsea yeah. slipped up, so they should have won as well. Yeah. But... Uh, also Man City winning 4-0 against Bournemouth again um, Raheem Sterling again on fire Aguero looking great as well they just look so phenomenal at the moment like, there's not enough superlatives you can say about Man City at the moment they're actually yeah. that good uh, also Burnley lost 3-0 to the Spurs and Harry Kane scoring again Hattrick very uh, impressive by Kane 
Um, what can I say? Yeah. Um, then, also, Newcastle actually winning a quite good result away from home against West Ham 3-2. Dave Moyes' run is over. Dave Moyes' run is over. Um, hard luck, West Ham. <laughs> All right. Uh, Swansea John won out Crystal Palace. Was Clemens in charge for that game? Uh, he was. But harsh that like, they didn't lose and he got the chop. Yeah. Are you actually scored a really good goal like him as well? Yeah. How hey, did you know that? I watched it on Snapchat. Good man. And then uh, Stoke winning 3 1 at West Brom. <laughs> Chippo Moding back in the goals. He actually scored quite a good goal as well. Um, I can't believe he's their main man. He scored against United as well. So, yeah. like, I'll never forgive him for that. So, like, I don't care how good he is, I don't like. Yeah, and Southampton drew 1 0 with Huddersfield. I mean, not a great result for Southampton. No, Charlie you need Austin. to be beating Huddersfield. Charlie Austin back in the score sheet. And also Brighton beating Watford 1 0. Yeah, Pascal Gross with the goal. Um, not a great result for him, but like if Brighton. They just have to garner as much points as they can. Like, in fairness, they're doing actually really well. They're like the 10th in the league or in round that sort of area. But they need to be. Um, if they're going to be like stay up, they need to get as much points because they're going to go on a game, a run where they lose four games in a row at some stage. So they all the points now. Yeah. So what 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 what's the game? What are the games on Stevens Day or Boxing Day, depending on where you come from? Whatever okay. you want to say. Yeah. Kicking off the games, Stevens Day, aka Boxing Day, Tottenham versus Southampton half twelve. Yeah, Harry Kane will probably score over two goals. Tottenham, yeah. Uh, Bournemouth taking on West Ham. Ooh, West Ham. I'm gonna say. Yeah, same here. Yeah. Uh, also, um, Jermaine Defoe is after like doing something to his ankle, and he's gonna be out for like eight to ten weeks. He might as well retire now. <laughs> uh, Chelsea taking on Brighton. Oh, hard up Brighton. Yeah. Uh, Huddersfield versus Stoke. Draw, draw, yeah, that seems fair. United versus Burnley. Oh, no, I feel like Burnley just got hammered by Spurs out three now, and I feel like United like after those two slip ups, not gonna slip up again. I hope touch wood. Uh, Watford versus Leicester. I'm gonna say Leicester might get a result there because Watford just lost one 0 to Brighton. Yeah, and Leicester are on the high now as well. Yeah. Uh, West Brom versus Everton. I'm gonna say Everton. Not very high on West Brom. Yeah, and then Liverpool half five versus Swansea City. Maybe a draw, just because like. Swansea don't have managers, so therefore the players sometimes yeah. like pick their pick their tails up. What do you say? You draw. Yeah, I, I think Liverpool win that. And then on Wednesday, uh, Newcastle versus Man City at seven forty five. Four 0 Man City. Well, it's not winning four 0 all the time. Yeah. And then uh, Thursday, Crystal Palace versus Arsenal. Oh God. Um, you know, I sort of like think Palace actually have started like found their feet a bit, and I feel like Sanchez and Ozil aren't playing anymore, so. Well, I was had a great game there, but like, who knows what well, one shows up? So I'm gonna go for a draw. Yeah, and as you know, it's a double game week this week as well. So on Saturday the thirtieth, Bournemouth versus Everton at three o'clock. Draw. Chelsea, uh, Everton, I think. Uh, Chelsea versus Stoke. Chelsea. Chelsea. Huddersfield versus Burnley. 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 Uh, Liverpool versus Leicester City. Three two Liverpool. Yeah, I can see that as well. Yeah. Uh, Newcastle versus Brighton. Newcastle have to win that. Newcastle have to yeah, win that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Watford versus Swansea. Wofford. Wofford, yeah, yeah. Wofford. And then United versus Southampton. Remember we went to this game last two years ago? And it was oh, like, oh my God, 1-0 Charlie Austin. Yeah. It, 90 minute. And you were like, he's off, come on, don't let him get a header. It's like, header. Yeah, because remember we were linked with him as well. Yeah. It's like, Charlie Austin to United, what? And then, Super Sunday, Crystal Palace versus Man City at 12. This is New Year's Eve. I'm going to say City. And then, Yeah, City. Yeah. And then West Brom versus Arsenal have four. Arsenal. I'll go Arsenal as well. As you know, as we said earlier, we're going to be recording the next podcast on New Year's Eve and putting out New Year's Day as well. So we'll have all the results and everything done from that. But that sort of wraps up the football part of the show. Unless you want to add in anything else, Roscoe, Cadwell? Uh, no, um, 2017, great year of football. Very entertaining. Um, can't wait for 2018. 
I suppose we've done predictions, so I might do a prediction. And number one prediction will be, will Zidane be manager come the end of the season Real Madrid? Yeah, I don't think you can win two Champions Leagues and all these titles and then be like, see you later. Although very Real Madrid to get rid of him. Yeah. Um, I think I think he's almost allowed not win the league one year. Yeah. Um, question number two: Do Man City go the Premier League unbeaten? Oh. <laughs> I sure like to think United will beat them. In, uh, what's called what a way. Yeah, I feel like cause cause they made such a song and dance after they beat be United. Oh, yeah, 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 I feel yeah. like Mourinho will like get them. Yeah. Um, and I know you see it's it's hard to say because like Pogba wasn't there and then Pogba was there against Bristol and Leicester and we still yeah. didn't win. But I mean. It's just uh, if you think about yeah, but also they're gonna have to play Chelsea again, and then like I know they hammered Liverpool, but like they have to play Liverpool in Anfield, I think. Yeah. So like who no, knows? no, I think it's too too hard for for any team to go. Especially on considering they're doing well in the Champions League as well. Yeah. So playing Champions League, they got to play Basel, which means they can only play their second string team against Basel and beat them, which is frightening to think. Yeah. Um. Yeah, uh, and then final question is, who's gonna win the Champions League? I know we'll probably do a prediction later on about it, but I, th- I, do you know what, I, I th- feel like this year is the most competitive Champions League in a long time. I think it'd just be well if if Cristiano was like right lads, the league's over, let's go for the Champions League. They could do it again, but I think it'd be really, really weird for world football dynamics if PSG actually win the Champions League because therefore more players are going to go and try and compete in France. You know what I mean? That, like, because mm. who knows? Yeah, who knows? But that that could be really, really interesting. Yeah, um, for me. I think I'm just gonna say Barcelona. I feel like Messi's got it this year, and I feel like Barcelona are looking very hot. Messi's probably the hungriest player in the world right now. Yeah, I feel like he wants to like get that sixth Ballon d'Or. How he's like, no Ronaldo, you're yeah, not the best. Yeah, yeah. And I feel like Ronaldo's year is almost like set already. He has to win the Champions League to get it. Yeah. As opposed to if PSG won the uh, thing, like not necessarily Neymar is gonna get the Ballon d'Or. Messi could still get it. So, yeah. Yeah, I just realized now actually like. Yes, we're recording the next podcast the day, uh, like New Year's Eve, but it's this is the last podcast we're going to be putting out in the year 2017. Yeah. So, Barry, I think we should finish off one last bit of ourselves. What was your highlight of Energize for 2017? Um, highlight of the year? Yeah. I think, I think, like, the whole New York trip was just, like... There was a whirlwind, wasn't it? it? Like, it wasn't just one good thing happened. It was, like... Like around, it was an array of good things. Yeah, yeah it's close to ten. I think I think like that was that was the the best experience because like yeah. went over like absolutely ran amok. Yeah, yeah. For me, no, it has to be UFC two seventeen. Like meeting Bruce Buffer, Demetrius Moymouth Johnson, Robert Whitaker, Daniel Cormier. Like the list just goes on and on. I was like, yeah. and even the fires that we met and didn't get a picture with. Like we met like Ngannou was there and Robbie Lawler was there and Tyron uh, Woodley. Yeah, Tyron Woodley was there. I was just a bit like. This is insane. Like yeah. it was just like it was like UFC heaven. Yeah, and um, that was it. Like, yeah, it was. Yeah. So, uh, not gonna lie, it was an absolute smash event. So, yeah. The next the next podcast to put out next week, New Year's Day, we'll recap it, everything properly. Yeah, we'll re- we'll do an energized recap, yeah. um, for next week, and then we'll do we'll tell you what our goals are for two thousand eighteen. So, guys, thanks a million for listening, and as always, stay energized.